world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. I feel a little guilty every day because I always feel like I ought to talk about the schedule. We're going to talk about the schedule, feel like it's a waste of time, right? Because you guys know how to get to the schedule. You click on it, you go to the schedule, and it's there. we got the event coming up here on the 17th, men only. And at some point, here's what I need you to do at some point. If you're going to come, just, just email me or text me. said I'll be there just so I know numbers, so I can kind of figure out food and all that kind of stuff, all right? If you're going to come, look, I didn't try to guilt trip anybody into I didn't mean to, if anybody took offense, some, look, I know you guys would like to be everywhere. Every one of these, I know that. I know you can't be. So don't, don't take offense when I say, I'm talking about those who can be and they're kind of wavering. That's, that's the one I'm talking to. You can't, I can't hardly get to all these things. So we got the Real Men Only event coming up next Friday. It's going, uh, pray, pray for good weather. Just pray we don't get any rain. And then we got the Kentucky huddle. I spoke to Dr. Made yesterday, spoke to Tom Renz yesterday, the resistance chicks. This is going to be good. I don't know why when I get more signups on that thing. That sucker's going to be good. And then through the black of Tom, it's all right there on top of us, okay? So look, I want, to, uh, I want to share some things with you real quickly. We need some people who stand in need of prayer here, okay? And I'm going to lump them in here real quickly, and then we're, we're going to go, and I'm going to get to where I want to get. Uh, Dorita is going in. OJ's wife, Dorita, is on her way probably even right now to the hospital. she got some AFib going on with her, and they're going to go in and do one of those uh, uh, those tests that, that shock her heart back on. So uh, Dorita's going in. So let's let's pray for Dorita. Um, Debbie Pierce, Gary Pierce's wife, is going to have all kinds of dental work going on today. She's got, like, a, they got to drive like four hours. I don't know. Michelle was telling me again this morning. you got to drive a long way. you got to spend a long time in the thing. You guys know what it's like to have dental work. So Debbie Pierce is going for that. And Debbie just, she just needs prayer for her health anyway, man. she got that. Uh, what the heck's that stuff called? Uh, doesn't matter. Get it from the tick. She's been fighting that all the time. Mark Mattingly's out there. Mark's struggling to stay healthy and try, we're praying for a new. Uh... So, Lord, we just thank you right now that you are the great physician. And, Lord, we don't have to beg you for healing. We don't have to beg you. You said it's the children's bread. We just ask that you would touch those who need who need a healing, Lord. We curse the enemy, the wicked hand of the wicked one. We curse it in Jesus' name and speak life, declare life and healing to all those who can believe for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. 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 Uh, amen. Of, I, probably some of you I didn't even get to pray for, right? There are a lot of sick people, a lot of sick people, a lot of stuff going on. We had a miracle yesterday. Can I tell you a miracle? Yeah, limes. That's it, Paul. Thanks. We had a miracle. Our little uh, Michelle. Our little seems like every time our little granddaughter, one of our little granddaughters, comes over, she gets a, she has enough stuff coming out of her nose, just snot after snot after snot after snot. And like every time she comes, we have to send her home, and she's snotty. And I watched my wife yesterday. Well, my wife went into. Whew, she grabbed that scripture and she started read, reading and she started declaring and she said, that's gone, it's gone, it's gone. I'd have her tell the story, but she's she's up there being pretty or whatever she's doing. And uh, four hours later, after that little girl got up from a nap, that was gone. Not one booger coming out that nose. Now, look, we take it for granted, don't we? Because you, you can, I, can I tell you the truth? We don't really believe in healing. We pray for it, but we don't we don't really believe in it. And I wish I could... I wish we could un- we could explain why some people get healed, some people don't get healed. I don't know. The Bible's very clear. It's very clear that he will heal our diseases. It's very, very clear. Very clear. Why it doesn't manifest, I, I, I don't know. We say, well, you don't have enough faith. I, I don't know if it's, we don't have enough faith. I don't know what it is. But 
I believe he's a good father. I believe he's a good daddy. And just like none of you would want your child to be sick, he doesn't want us to be sick. But the reality of it is also that some of the crap we do, some of the foods we eat and the way we treat our bodies and can I say it, the consequences of stuff we did 20 years later, coming home to roost, all that kind of stuff. So uh, see, there's nothing, there's nothing that will hurt somebody's faith more than a God that doesn't heal, a God that they've taught to heal. One of the problems we have when we bring people into Christianity, this is, I, I try to really guard against this. And I try to introduce uh, people to Christianity. I, I no way do I ever, 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 ever tell them what a wonderful plan God has for their life. I never, ever say that. So that's a false trap. Because the devil hears us saying that and they get somebody saved and they come in and we told them how wonderful it's going to be to walk with Jesus and then their life goes to hell. Anybody know what I'm talking about out there? And the devil throws this in there and then the devil throws this in there and they lose their job and they say, well, hell with that. Coach Dave told me I needed to get saved because I was going to get all these great things that are going to happen to me. And that's not true. That is not true. Victory through the trials. Victory over the trials. It's not a guarantee of no trials. It's not a guarantee that everything's going to be good. In fact, there have been periods of my life when I was serving the Lord that it was friggin' miserable. I'm not mad. I'm just enthusiastic, right? So we sell people this. We, we sell people this plan that God just loves you. He's got a wonderful plan for your life. Yada yada. And it's a lie. It's a lie. Amen. Steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, and He delights in the way. That's all I know. But if He's all knowing and all powerful, and He leads me into some stuff, the Bible says He doesn't lead me into temptation, though. No, He He'll lead me up near some stuff. Test my strength. Test my will. Say, no, I ain't going to do that. No, no, no. I don't know how I got on that. It's important to get on it. I had a wonderful show yesterday with the pastors. Can you fill that up here real quick? <clears throat> Look, I love pastors. I love pastors. You know what? Uh, we'll, I'll have it up on our side. We don't have it up yesterday. I, I had Tim Tuber on with us, uh, the, the pastor of Payne, Tom Gill, and Clint Harper. Just down-to-earth pastors. We, if you didn't, if you didn't watch it, you ought to watch it. You ought to watch it. Because, uh, see, we these guys, these guys are the heroes, but they're not famous, right? And you will never convince me that a lot of pastors. How do I say? I don't want to do a double negative. I believe a lot of pastors go into pastorals for the benefits. Will somebody give me an up thing? Huh? 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 It's a good job. Good job, their boss, right? They really don't have to work. Mm. Uh, they, they go around white noses, right? Right. And then when they get really good, then they get a lot more authority, and then they have a lot of people under them, and then they're really, really up on a pedestal. I think people, I think they, I think they like it. I think they like it. Uh, I got an email from a guy. I'm not going. I'm not going. Yeah, maybe at some point I'm going to share it to you. See, uh, people misread confidence for arrogance. Confidence for arrogance. Can I tell you why? Because so few men have real confidence. And my boldness and my confidence scares sissy men. I hear from them. Oh, you're so boastful. You're so bold. And yet, I'll say, well, what's the matter with you, dude? Sitting around being, uh, drinking soup. Sitting around. Amen. Uh, what did Tucker Carlson call them? Uh, breastfeeders. Breastfeeding. Pastors. Huh? That what's wrong with you, dude? You never learned to stand up on your own two feet. You never learned to be bold in the Christ that you claim to serve. Huh? You're passive, womanly. Is that what you, you want me to? You want me to act like that? And the truth of it is, dude, you're just jealous because you wish you had the boldness that I had. You wish you were half the man that I am. Now that sounded arrogant. You know what I am? I am what I am through the power of Jesus Christ. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Greater is He that's in me than He that's in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And you think that's boldness? You think that's arrogance? I'm just repeating what the scripture says. Scripture tells me to have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness and rather expose them. I do that. 
tells me not to have any fear. I don't have any fear. Oh, I have fears. We all have fear. I'm not controlled by fear. The sissy men in the pulpit are controlled by fear. Going to lose people. Going to not going to have a big enough budget. Uh, they don't even like each other. It's great. It's great. Y'all to watch it. I appreciate Clint and Tom and 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 uh, Tim Tuber, who doesn't even have a church anymore. Doesn't even have a church. They ran him out. They ran him out. Why? Too manly for him, I guess. Probably too manly. Oh Lord. I, hey, I want to. Just kind of pausing here. I'm waiting for the Holy Spirit to hear where he wants to take this. Because I got some really, really good stuff. And I, uh, okay, I'm going to go there. I'm sick of it, friends. I'm, I'm sick of it in Christian circles, us not knowing the truth. The Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So I'm going to take you down a little bit of a trail here this morning of uh, what really happened on January 6th. I don't know if, if some of you got to watch uh, Tucker Carlson. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I'm going to I'm going to mute myself. No, I'm not. I, if you went January 6th, I want you to say right now, I did. Go ahead. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did as well. I did as well. I did. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody sick of them? Uh, accusing you of doing what you didn't do. Anybody sick of it? Anybody sick else of sick it. of it? Sick uh, of it. Sick of it. Absolutely. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Sick of it. And the reason that that we're we're in the mess that we're in, can't get any redress of grievances, is because there is a demonic spirit, a demonic force over our government, friends, who care nothing about lying, nothing they don't they don't they couldn't care less. They could not care less. They're demonically controlled, all right? They're demonically controlled. And I'm going to show you some of that here real quickly. But I just feel urged right now, a couple guys threw their hands up. Pete, come on in. You threw your hand up. Come on in here. Emma, I think it's germane to this. So go go ahead. Don't Go ahead, Emma. And Peter, you come on back in. Go ahead, Emma. She's not going to come on, Coach. Okay. She didn't want to come on. Peter, do you want to come back in there? Because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Go ahead, Brett. Yeah, good morning, Coach. Good morning, team. We yeah, we were actually responsible or uh, quite influential, at least, in getting a busload of people down there from our little valley of Pennsylvania, where we live. And uh, we had we had eighty year old women in there. Yeah, man. You know, and they, and they they called them insurrectionists, and still today believe it. Still today they believe it, right? Still today, the people that you go to church with believe. The media, what the media has told them. Two years later, two years later, when our government, our government has hid the, the they've hid the truth. You know, there's a, you know, there's a security camera in every one of those, every office, every foot, every, every place inside that Capitol building. Huh? You know, there is one, right? And you know that they have like 26,000 hours of video they never released. Well, now they released it to Tucker Carlson. Say what you will about that. And Tucker Carlson last night on his show began to show some video, some actual video from those of us who were there who know exactly what went on there, right? And for those of you out there who still don't get it, I'm going to show you a little bit of this this morning to understand the manipulation of the evil one. That we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against evil spirits in high places. At Psalm 2, the kings of this earth are conspiring against the Lord against his anointed. Bob Havenstrat, how old are you, Bob? How are you, Bob? 76. Bob, Bob comes all the way from uh, uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. 76 years old, and they call him an insurrectionist. It's got to stop, folks. This yeah, stuff's got to stop. And, what's and the gonna, pulpits won't even defend it. Go ahead, Bob. What's it going to take for this country to wake up? I mean, I hate to keep coming back to the pulpits, but somebody help me. Isn't that where people gather? Isn't that where Christians gather? If he wanted to talk to Christians, wouldn't you do it in the church? Amen. And the pastors don't even know. They don't, I, either they don't know, they don't care. There are guys still in jail, been in jail for two years, who have never had a trial. Coach, they're scared. 
Who's scared? The pastors? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, if, yes, sir. If they're scared, they ought to get out of the pulpit. Get out of the pulpit. Because what flows through the head flows through the body. And if the head's full of fear, I can tell you this, it's spreading down through the whole body. And most Amen. of our pastors, most, I use that term, not all of them, most of our pastors are controlled by fear. Fear of not having people come, fear of, of, of uh, being criti- uh, criticized, fear of not being able to make their budget. Uh, fear! Fear! Tim Tuber isn't afraid. He's not afraid. Clint's not afraid. Tom's not afraid. Most of them are. Most of them are. Manipulative, fearful, and afraid. Afraid. That's, uh, hang on. I'm going somewhere. Go ahead, Jeff Klein. Come on quickly. I just want to say thank the Lord for all the exposure of the lies. And our pastor is going to be a free man. Hallelujah. He's not going to go to jail. He's not going to go to jail. When the truth comes out, every one of those J6ers ought to be millionaires. Ought to be billionaires. Because why? Our own government framed them. Folks, do you understand that? You understand that our own government framed individual. Some of you still don't believe it. Okay, sit back. I'm going to give you some stuff here real quickly. This is Tucker. I don't know if you guys have followed this. Jason, Kevin McCarthy, the new Speaker of the House, released 26,000 hours of videos. How can it be 26,000 hours? Because it's simultaneous. There's 10 cameras running every minute. So the they look at each camera. You understand? 26,000 hours of it. So they released it to Tucker. Why they released it to Tucker? Just put it on the damn internet and let me watch it. How about that? How about let just let me watch what went on? No, 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 no. Why won't they release public video paid for with our tax dollars? What is secretive about hiding video of what really happened that day? And we know guys have gone to jail, are in jail right now, and some have pled, taken, taken uh, what do they call that, plea deals, and have never viewed any of this evidence. None of it. None of it. And the people you go to church with Think you're wrong because you're an insurrectionist. Joe Allen, go ahead quickly. And there's two women that were killed there and answer for it. Five of them, five people killed by the government. Five people killed by the government, folks. Five of them killed by the government. Quickly, Myra. In regard to uh, yesterday's show about the pastor's uh, Tim Tibra, Tom, and Clint Harper, they are an example of Isaiah 41, 8 to 10. Um, but thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Thou, whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called thee from the chief men, therefore, and say unto thee, Thou art my servant. I have chosen thee and not cast thee away. Fear Thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God, and I will strengthen thy yeah. I will help thee. Yeah, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. We shall have more uh, um, pastors like Tim, Tom, and Queen Harbert. Hallelujah. What if we had more people without one? Why do they need a pastor to stand up? Amen. Uh, Somebody tell me that. Quit blaming the pastor. Get your butt up, will you? Amen. Because I'm going to tell you, for the most time, your pastor ain't coming. Quit waiting on him. He ain't coming. Amen. 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 No more hands up. Stop a minute. Trying to get somewhere here. Where do I start? Start with the first one. It says Tucker vid a shaman. This is on Tucker Carlson last night. This is just a little snippet, right? Hey, folks. I want you to watch this. Huh? Five minutes, 38 seconds. The cops let, the cops let him right. Go ahead, Spence. Go ahead. These are the pictures you've seen of January 6th. They're familiar because they've been playing on a loop on every media outlet in America for the last two years. There's a reason for that. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. 
Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By Hang controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th. Hang on. The Republican Party too, Tucker. The Republican Party too. Hey, Tucker, the Republican Party too. Go ahead. They controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened, and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. Our office wanted to ensure that there was shock and awe that we could charge as many people as possible. The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the Speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. They're there because they believe the election was stolen from them. They believe in the system. Here's the man you've heard referred to as the QAnon shaman outside the Senate chamber. These are not rioters. These are people who wandered over from a political rally. We will not let them silence your voices. After the rally, they walked down Pennsylvania Avenue, where organizers had secured a federal permit to hold a legal rally. Stop, 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 stop. Did you know that? Did you know we had a permit to be on the Capitol? Can you go back there just 20 seconds? Just go back 20 seconds, Spencer. Right there. Did you know that? There was a permit for us to be on the Capitol. Go ahead. To hold a legal rally on the grounds of the Capitol. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Once at the Capitol building, things began to get chaotic. Capitol police officers fired tear gas into the crowd. A few at the front of the herd broke windows. Someone opened the doors, and many hundreds of others just walked in. We're going to make that the story. Of course, they did make it the story. And at the center of it, the single most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley, often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. The Virtually every moment him. of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in this building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which has never before been seen, with the depiction of Jacob Chansley that you've seen in the media for more than two years. He's a terrorist, they said. He should be killed. Shoot him. Shoot him. Like, if it, you burst into the United States, if he was dressed like bin Laden, would you have shot him? Shoot him. Shoot him. It makes you wonder, who are the violent extremists here? Not Jacob Chansley. And the video proves that. But you would never have known from the media coverage. The people sitting in the chairs need to be sitting in a jail cell. 
Chansley is in a jail cell. He's been there for months. If he was, in fact, committing such a grave crime, why didn't the officers who were standing right next to him place him under arrest? Until now, no one could even prove that even happened. But it did. Subscribe to... Unbelievable, folks. Un unbelievable, right? And so they got, what do you say, 44,000 hours of this video that shows this stuff? I'm not, hey, how about this one? You ready for this one? Put up uh, Brian uh, Sitnik. Put the next one up, Sitnik. We have, they have, we have all this. Hey, folks, we have all this. We have all this. They have all of this, right? The police didn't try to stop anybody because they told you Brian Sitnik was bludgeoned to death. Remember that? Huh? Remember that, don't you, right? They, they, they talk about all, they don't talk about the five people that the police killed. They talk about poor Brian Sitnik being bludgeoned to death. Well, let's go, scroll down, Spencer. I'm sorry to do this to you. If, because look, if you, if you guys don't get it, nobody's going, if you don't get it, you got to tell somebody, right? Okay. So go to the next one. Go to the next one. Go down below. Go down below. Brian Sitnik. Right here. Okay. Look here. Now I want you to watch this. This is Brian Sitnik after he was supposedly bludgeoned with whatever. This is him uh, about 45 minutes later inside the Capitol building. Go ahead. I'd about the police officer they claimed to revere. If they were willing to do that, then their dishonesty knew no limits. And as you'll see in a moment, their dishonesty did know no limits. New surveillance video in just a minute, including new reporting on Ray Epps and what he was doing there and what he told investigators he was doing there and how it's contradicted by the video evidence. But first, to assess what we just saw, Charlie Hurt of The Washington Times joins us now. Charlie, thanks so much uh, that's not the one for I, coming I'm on. I'm sorry. This is good, but I don't, I don't want to take time with this. One. Find that. Go on down. Next one. They'll show the video of him. Maybe that's it. There. No, no. Anyway, they show Sidnick walking around doing his job in the Capitol after he was supposedly bludgeoned to death. He had a stroke and died. And to this, there it is. There it is. There it is. And to this day, they say he's bludgeoned to death. There he is. This is an hour after they said he was bludgeoned. He had a stroke. The guy had a stroke. He died of natural causes. And what are they telling the American people about it? Well, we know what they're telling them, right? Okay, hang on. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna let you get in here in a second. This, folks, listen. This is really, really important because the people that you hang out with believe this horse crap. They believe this horse crap. This, if there was ever a frame job that ever took place, this is it. This is a framing of the J6ers. They infiltrated. I hope the FBI is listening. They infiltrated with Ray Epps and government operatives and broke windows, made it look like there was an in insurrection, made it look like it was an armed insurrection, and then hid the videos. And then, then what's her name? Lynn Cheney and that, that group. Of, they, they, they know. They all know what went on, folks. They all know what went on. And they have, what's the word I'm looking for? They have militarized our government against us on purpose. All right, which one, are, what I want you to pull up there. Go to the one that says cops started it. Is that where we are? Cops started it. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. This is, this is about February 23rd. This is two weeks ago. I was going to show it and never got around to it. Scroll on, scroll on down, Spencer. Did you guys know this? I know you didn't. I'm going to show you right here. Hang on right there. These are just, we, we just showed up there. And the next thing we know, there were flashbang gr grenades coming from the police. The police were shooting flashbang gr grenades at innocent, pro, pro, innocent people. They're standing in the crowd, and all of a sudden, they're shooting tear gas at them and they, rubber bullets. You're, you're going you're gonna to see it. You're going to see it. It was entirely, completely peaceful until the police started firing on innocent people. And I don't know about you, if I go to the uh, January 6th, which I did, and they throw shoot tear gas at my wife, you have any idea how livid I'm going to be? You understand that they instigated it on purpose. You get it? Amen, coach. Huh? They yeah. instigated it on purpose. Go ahead and play that first video. 
completely against the law what they just did you are not allowed to fire upon innocent people the government military cops are not allowed to to uh fire upon them without first doing everything they can to make the people know that they need to disperse none of that was done none of it was done go ahead Shooting indiscriminately. Hey, walk up to the front of the fucking line. Come here. Okay, Spencer, you can get it off there. I'll put it in the chat. You can go. I'm going to show you one more, then I'm going to open up. Go to the one down below. One below. Huh? Watch, watch, watch the police letting people walk through. Watch this. Go ahead. You guys good? Yeah. Hey, good shit. Good shit. Hold tight. Hold fucking tight. We're getting munitions. Hey. Hey. We're coming with more. Come with more. Hold tight. Hey. 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 These are the cops, man. Hold tight. We gotta blast munitions. We gotta get them. We gotta shoot at them. Sorry for the language. You're you're ups You'll be all right. Okay. Look. No, that's okay. That's okay. We don't we don't need to we don't need to show anymore. The point is what? The point is the government instigated it. The government, play that one at the bottom one. Look at, look at that dude. Huh? Look at that dude. Look, look at that gun. Ready to shoot down on grandmas and grandpas. I'm Bob, at Bob Havenstrike, shooting down on a 76-year-old man. We didn't do anything except come and try to, try to get, uh, make sure his government didn't get stolen from him. Look at those guys up there. Hey, their mouths are watering. They can't wait to shoot you guys. Lindsey Graham said they ought to be in jail. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Do I have anything else I want to show you? Hang on. Cop started it. Sitting like I did that. I did that. Huh? Did I, I, showed you, I showed you the shaman being let in. By, I, I, I showed you. I showed you. I got it. Okay. I'll catch my breath here in a minute. Because, look, oh, yeah. Put that back up. Put that back up. I don't know if we can make that bigger or not. Huh? Oh, yeah. Here's the coup plotters, the deep state coup. Looks at their connections. You got Comey, Mueller, tells them what they all did. And down there's the tool, Ros- Rosenstein, the insider, and the connections. Oh, it's all, it's all connected together, baby. It's all connected. There is a deep state. There is a deep state. Uh, oh, yeah, there's a deep state. Yep, yep. It's the same deep state. I watched Craig Ab- Abkemeyer out. I watched Craig go out and uh, raise money to go out and feed the homeless. God bless him for what he does. Goes out there and takes some food and clothing and all that kind of stuff. Scrapes together dollars to do it. And then they tax the hell out of us and send it to the Ukraine. Not a peep from anybody. Not a peep from the pulpit. Hmm? Nothing. Nothing. And these goons behind the scenes, these demonic goons behind the scenes, they conspired to get rid of Trump. Why do you want to get rid of Trump? Same reason we saw what happened to January 6th. Huh. We'll not have this man rule over us. We're not going to have those Christians rule over us. Hey, let's scare those Christians back into the church. We got some rowdy Christians here. Let's get them back into the church, man. Huh? Let's start an armed insurrection when they don't even have a, not one gun. Not one gun. In fact, I can show you. Well, 
guys in they want to they want to throw bill Dun first of all they want to break pastor bill dunphy they want to break him financially they want to break him and if he never spends a day in jail they want to make sure that they broke him financially this is our government this is our justice department hiding evidence every one of those j6ers should be really i don't know if you all saw it finally donald trump the other night at cpac called for the release of all those guys called for the release of all of them but how much is he going to go to war to try to get him released? Probably not, because they're all believing the damn lies. They're all believing all this made-up media. I was there. I was there. I saw what happened. I saw what happened. Claudine, come on in. Hey, Coach. Yeah, so, um, sorry go. about that. Um, so that morning... We had gotten there really early, and um, we were hanging out at one of the memorials. And who comes walking down, not in his little outfit. He had his horn hat, but Jacob. And Hmm. um, he was totally dressed like a human being, okay? And he had a backpack because we thought it was really interesting that he had this, whatever you call it, his poobah hat. And we actually, you know, touched it, talked to him. This was about 7 a.m. in the morning. When he was heading over and he was completely, um, we were completely on the opposite side of where we gathered. So he had to walk clear across the field where the monument, the Washington monument is, and then walk over to the Capitol. But that was like 7 a.m. He didn't even have his mask, you know, his little uh, makeup artistry done or anything. So we, we saw him before he even got, you know, before everything started. Yes, and they sure focused in on him, didn't they? They sure focused. He's, yeah. he's in jail. He's in jail. Yeah. Well, and then later, later we heard that he's also a super soldier, that he was working for the opposite side. So who knows? Yeah. But who, know, who uh, knows? Who but knows? There's no doubt. There's no doubt that he was ushered in. He was ushered in. Nobody ever tried to stop him. Nothing. They ushered him right on in. Thanks. Thanks. Deanna, come on in. Thank George. Yes, sir. You know, and forgive my language, and those sorry bastards are all still sitting in Congress in D.C. with no, with nothing coming against them for what they have done to our people. Amen. Amen. I, I am just, I am, my husband and I were there. We weren't at the Capitol because Bowser only put a couple porta potties out in my <laughs> older age, in my 50s. I had to potty, so we had to leave, okay? But anyway, we were sitting at lunch. My black husband and I were sitting at lunch, and I, our phones started going off. Text messages, unbelievable. And they began to start calling us names because they, people, our family and stuff knew that we were at January 6th. Still to this day, I have family members that look not necessarily against my husband because they believe I lead him, but that's not the case. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, still to this day, I have family members that will not speak to me. I have coworkers that still look down on me because mm-hmm. we were at January 6th. Boy, oh boy. That's what they, but Deanna, that's what they want. And especially yes, they want the pastors to believe that crap. Yes. I, mean, I don't understand. And my husband and I have this conversation all the time. We have all constitutional right to go in there and remove all of them. Amen. We're okay, thank you. We're waiting for somebody else. Always waiting for somebody else to do it, aren't we? Already always waiting for somebody else. Come on in, George. Hey, listen, I hope the FBI is listening. I hope they're listening. And look, when they take the court and they cherry pick, which is what they did to Bill Dunphy, they cherry pick things that we say to try to form an argument that's not an argument. Not an argument. Then Anybody watching this show right now knows I've never called for violence ever at anything. I've been doing street ministry for over 20 years. And the only time that I've ever crossed uh, the line, which really wasn't even crossing the line, was when I took water to Terry Shivo, who the government was permitting to be starved to death. You remember that, don't you? Huh? They call me a violent insurrectionist for 20 freaking years. They can't find anything that I've ever done to violate the law. Not, not, one, not one thing. Oh, they'd be after me if they did, right? But yet, uh, that's the reputation they create. They create images. Go ahead, George. 
Sorry, Coach, I had to get my settings, turn my microphone on there. Yeah, well, I'm called to correct, rightly divide the truth. It says in the Bible, and I'm rightly dividing the truth first in the Bible. If there's the wrong Bible, I need to know the right one. That's number one. Number two, we've been lied to. I just found, I dumb knew. I just started finding out November 16, 2022. Michelle Obama is a man, flat out man. I don't know how to put it in the chat, but I saw it today and there ain't no doubt about it. That's why they had the gay flag on the on the White House and everything. I mean, I'm calling hey, George, it out. George, I, I love you to death. You're about, about seven years behind us. <laughs> You're not breaking news here, George. It's all news. <laughs> Joan Rivers even called it out. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, okay, I'm behind. It. I'm behind. <laughs> yeah, no, but at least you're waking up. At least you're waking up, right? Joan River knew it, and she died a week later because she exposed mm -hmm. it. Government of the people, by the people, and for the people no longer exists. No, right, right. And they continue through fear and intimidation. Uh, I, I don't get Jack going. Don't get Jack going on this, folks. The income tax is, is unconstitutional. It's unconstitutional, folks. Amen. The income tax is unconstitutional. It's unconstitutional. Can you understand that? Exactly. The income tax is unconstitutional. But they use it to enslave you. Who's up? Revelation 2015. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, Coach. Morning. I honestly wish that the J6ers had burnt down D.C. <laughs> because, then, because then at least the government would have something honest to complain about. That's right. That's right. That's right. They, hey, hey, they set up breaking those windows. Those, those were in those people. Yeah, there's some bad apples. Hey, friends, those weren't bad apples. Those people were infiltrators. They were infiltrators. They were there on purpose. And isn't it isn't amazing that every video that, that the media shows you is people breaking windows and, 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 and smoke bombs on every, every vid, every vid up. And it's all selective programming, is all it is. All it is. Clay. Well, just like you said right there, Coach, we don't have any proof that these people were paid by the government or worked for the government, but we saw it with our own eyes from the beginning of the morning. As soon as we got up on, t on top of the street and that guy was walking down the street trying to get us to come into the road yep, yep, and take yep. over the road and said, this is yep. your road. You walk down the middle of the street. Don't walk down the sidewalk. Yep, and all yep. day long. We saw people that were in the bushes that were taking their clothes off, changing into uh, MAGA yep, t-shirts and hats. Amen, amen. And then we also saw people, if they were mm -hmm. real police officers, we saw them uh, watching people that were trying to break windows and posing for pictures, and they never said anything to them. And as a matter of fact, they never said anything to us, and I don't know exactly how long we were there, but we were there for a good while on the Northwest terrace of that capital and we could have no, walked no. in clay the doors were open they were waving people in we yeah, could have we we went in we uh, we just chose we we chose not to because we felt like it was a setup and a trap and just one more thing to add the road barrier that blocks the northwest road uh that goes on to northwest drive the road barrier folks coming onto the capital property was down and there was nobody over there and you could have, and and this wasn't long after that uh, RV exploded in Nashville, and we were worried that there was a setup too because mm. we didn't know if there was going to be yep. some kind of vehicle that was going to blow up and and uh, hey, kill all of us. Hey Clay, listen, I didn't know they had a permit to be on the lawn. Did you guys know that? Did you know that they had a former permit to be on the lawn? Huh? Those bastards. Sorry, those bastards. Come on in, Roger. Yeah, Coach, I just wanted to say that this has been going on for a long time. If you go back to the Clintons when they when Bill was elected, um, yep. Al Gore was found out that he got heavy donations from the Communist Chinese Party. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. and so so they've been propping up this whole thing. They've been working with people. It, it's it's all part of the New World Order, trying to push everything together. And uh, the only thing that I see that needs to happen is that there, I found out that uh, I heard the other day that uh, the FBI didn't want to raid uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago, a lot of the people. Yeah, yeah. And so I think what needs to happen is the people in the FBI need to rise up and take back their 
as well as some of the other agencies, you know. And you I, understand? Pray, I just pray you that understand? if they see the American people behind them, that they'll have the gumption to do it, you know. Roger, we have to understand this. Folks, listen, this is critical for us to understand. It's one party. It's one party. Yeah. And the, and the reality of it is the Republicans know that cheating took place in the election. It's been going on for a long time. The yeah. cheating has, in fact, benefited Republicans. And they so they, they, did- don't, they don't want to go there. See, they, they want us to say that the Democrats cheated. Well, the Democrats cheated this time and got caught. But the Republicans have been cheating, too. It's a year. Come on, man. Mitch McConnell is not at war against the Democrats. If if you think that, geez, I don't even know what I don't even know what to tell you. If if you can't understand that Mitch McConnell is in charge of the uni uni party, he's the spokesman for Republicans and the Democrats. If you don't get that, it don't matter who the hell's in. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Mitch McConnell isn't doing anything. Yeah, they all belong in Guantanamo Bay. They do. They do. Good place for them. Brett White, come on in, Brett and Laura. Yeah, Man, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm, hang on, Brett. Hang on. I'm sorry if this isn't holy enough for you today. I'm sorry if you uh, wanted to come in and have your ears tickled today. Go ahead, Brett. Yeah, I, I just I didn't understand for a long time about the breaking of those windows. Um, you you know, Coach, that's what I do for a living. Yeah. Uh, residential, commercial, both. I had a chance to bid on windows on those windows in the Capitol after 9/11, 2001. They were all impact. I mean, not hurricane impact, explosion impact windows installed wow. in all those buildings. Down there. But is it beyond them? Did they replace a couple of those windows with? So in other, so in other words, they shouldn't have been able to be broken. Is that no. Yeah, they, they, you should be able to shoot those things with the 30 odd six. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's a whole nother angle on it, huh? Yeah. And those so guys, those guys knew which windows to break. Coach, those windows were one inch thick. <laughs> the plop thickens. Laura, come on in. Okay, so how about we organize a day, a prayer about all of this? Sure. Where we pray to re- get the release, because there's nobody praying that I know openly uh, for the release of the J6ers, but the release of everything, like, and just claim who the sun sets free is free indeed. And just all come together in however you decide to lead um, the Super Bowl prayer. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let me, uh, let me check schedules, ponder it, and let's do it. I'm so, I'm so sick of it, man. I'm so sick of it. I'm with you. Jack. Yeah, I think we need to do a Bible study on the Levitical laws uh, compared to, alongside of, and parallel with the United States Constitution. And then tell me, I want some of, some constitutional scholar to tell me where the FBI that you guys want to reform gets its authority to even exist. Amen. We got it. We got to get the fundamentals. Okay, okay Jack, you're going deep. I'm, sure I'm going to take a hard left turn here, okay? Hard right turn. I want to get this to you. Okay, I want to get this to you. Pull up, uh, if you can, for me, Calvin Robinson. Calvin Robinson. This guy is a uh, British Parliament. Calvin Robinson. Following the presentation given by Reverend Calvin Robinson in the State House, Oxford Union, on February 15, 2023. This is, this is five minutes. Hey, Spence, maybe you can play that 1.5 speed just to save us a little bit of time. And uh, where, where's where, uh, where's the American one point five? Where are the American statesmen saying what we're about to hear here? Go ahead. We are directly talking about undermining God's plan as He has revealed it to us. We're replacing His authority with our own. If marriage is no longer between one man and one woman, are we open to the idea of polygamy? We disregard the heterosexual aspect, so why not the monogamous aspect too? If love is love, slow down. Who's to say that free men loving each other? Is- Put it at one point two five. That's too fast. And one woman, are we open to the idea of polygamy? We disregard the heterosexual aspect, so why not the monogamous aspect too? If love is love, as we keep hearing, who's to say that three men loving each other is not more love than two men loving each other? And I'm sure someone in this 
Chamber has echoed the words love is love tonight, and this is not about love being love, this is about marriage, the sacrament of holy matrimony. It is directly connected to love, but it's not the definition of love. Too many people utter those words and confuse the meaning of love. Agape, the biblical context of love, is a divine love, it's a sacrificial love. It's not lustful. People often conflate sex with love, it's very disingenuous, we've heard quite a bit of that. But then of course, atheists often pirate the words, God is love, and we've heard that one tonight too. Again, without any understanding, yes, God is love. But he sets the terms, not us. Another one we've heard plenty of is inclusivity. Should the church be more inclusive? Again, it's a play of words. It's, it's virtue signaling. It's to appear good rather than to be good. The church should absolutely be inclusive. Christ spent time with tax collectors and prostitutes, but it is they who went away changed, not Christ. We are they went away changed, not Christ. <laughs> the church is open to sinners. Of course it is. That's the purpose of the church. But it should not be to encourage people to continue to sin. Our duty as clerics is to help lead people to Christ, to lead them away from sin, not to embrace it, not to affirm it. I know many LGBT people who live lives in Christ. They abstain from sexual gratification to be closer to God, and it's not easy, it really isn't. It's perhaps not fair, but it is right and it is good. And these people are being let down. I've had people crying, saying, I could have got married, but I did what the church taught me was right, and now the church is saying they were wrong all along. I've wasted my life. As Christians, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. In the secular world, we already have equality in law. People can enter civil partnerships or even gay marriage outside of the church, and that's their prerogative. However, the faith is inherently discriminatory. God is discriminatory. He sets conditions on us entering his heavenly kingdom. It is not a free-for-all. We must turn away from sin, repent, and follow Christ. And I want to specify, it is the sin that is the problem, not the sinner. Every single person is loved by God, and God forgives all of us of our depravity. But we have to turn away from our sins and turn toward him. And it seems the panel opposite me has forgotten to separate the sin from the sinner. One can denounce sin while still welcoming the sinner. So as I wrap up, my message to the proposing side is do not lead us astray. Do not lead people astray. Do not be the wolves in sheep's clothing. Do not be the false teachers that the Bible warns us about. Remember your obligation to defend the faith. Stop teaching about diversity, inclusion, and equality and get back to teaching about redemption and salvation. This is spiritual neglect. Help people by telling them the truth. Be kind to people by supporting them through those struggles and reminding them that Christ suffers with them. And be compassionate by leading them to Christ when the world tries to lead them away from him. The church is imploding, and the faithful masses have stopped turning up on Sundays, and we are seeing the most rapid decline of Christianity in this country that we may have ever seen. Do not accelerate it with heresy. You do not have the authority to bless sin. When I hear the Bishop of London on record saying these new prayers will mean priests can bless same-sex relationships, some of which may be sexual in nature, I hear the devil at work. Bishops are promoting the idea of sacramental sodomy. Let them be anathema. Repent. And to the rest of you, I have no doubt that some of you will consider me a bigot or a transphobe or a homophobe, but I am neither of those things, none of those things. I'm simply a follower of Christ, a Christian. And we are naturally countercultural. And if so-called liberals were truly diverse and tolerant, they would embrace us just as they embrace everyone else. And the point has been made, but the growing Christophobic attitude around this public debate and the ugly level of, of hypocrisy is that we really see people hold Muslims and people of other faiths to the same expectations that they hold Christians to. Who is calling for the Quran to be updated to modern societal norms? The same patronizing attitude of people of other that treat other faiths patronize other faiths while being intolerant towards christians at the same time it's a shame but in the words of saint athanasius of alexandria if the world is against the truth then i'm against the world if the world is against the truth then i am against the world uh where's the where's the america where's the american politician of the deal hang on i'm short i gotta get this up here too because i want to take you back memory down i want to take you down memory lane all right Homos on the prowl. What? Oh yeah, it's an old. This is an old. T- this is a YouTube video of a. Uh, it can't be ten minutes, is it? We'll put it at. We'll just start on, huh? Homos on the prowl. This was America. Go ahead. Inglewood Police Department produced this video. Along with the Unified School District, the schools and the cops working against homosex.
I'm Lieutenant Williams, a police officer attached to the juvenile division. I'm on my way to Monroe Junior High School to talk to a group of young people. That looks innocent enough, doesn't it? Lots of young people hitchhike. Seems like a good way to get from one place to another. But sometimes there are dangers involved that never meet the eye. Let's take the case of Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy played baseball all afternoon, and he didn't feel like walking home, so he decided to thumb a ride. He'd done it a hundred times before, and he didn't think anything was unusual when the driver struck up a friendly conversation. In fact, he seemed like a real nice guy. He asked Jimmy if he played baseball in the park often. Jimmy told him they practiced three times a week and played a rival group on Friday afternoon. The stranger was a good listener, too, and it only seemed minutes before they pulled up in front of Jimmy's house. When Jimmy got out, the stranger gave him a friendly pat. Then he told him he'd see him again, as he always drove by the park on his way home. playing ball. Well, the man was there waiting. They stopped at a drive-in and the stranger treated him to a Coke. During their conversation, he told several off-color jokes, but Jimmy had heard others before and well, it made him feel big to so easily win the confidence of an older person. The following Saturday, they went fishing together. By now, they were using first names. Ralph said it was more friendly. hadn't enjoyed himself so much in a long time. Then during lunch, Ralph showed him some pornographic pictures. Jimmy knew he shouldn't be interested, but, well, he was curious. What Jimmy didn't know was that Ralph was sick, a sickness that was not visible like smallpox, but no less dangerous and contagious, a sickness of the mind. You see, Ralph was a homosexual, a person who demands an intimate relationship with members of their own sex. But by now, Jimmy felt a fondness for Ralph, and they continued to go places together. Ralph was generous and took Jimmy many interesting places and did many nice things for him. He bought presents and even gave him money, but payments were expected in return. You see, Jimmy hadn't recognized Ralph's approach soon enough. When Ralph first asked Jimmy to go fishing alone, he should have discussed it with his parents or teacher. Finally, Jimmy told his parents, and they reported it to the juvenile authorities. Ralph was arrested, and Jimmy was released on probation in the custody of his parents. But all homosexuals are not passive. Some resort to violence, as in the case of Mike Merrick. In the heat of competition, no one noticed the man who sat and watched. And when the game broke up and the others left, Mike decided to stay and practice a little longer. joined him. He was friendly and, well, it was better than playing alone. But after a few shots, Mike realized he had already overstayed his time and suggested he better leave. The stranger told him if he'd like to stay longer, he'd be glad to drive him home when they finished. 
sounded great to Mike. All right, I'm, I'm going to cut it off, it. okay, because it's going to go on for about four or five more minutes. But I want you to put, I want you to put it in the chat so people can go ahead and watch this and understand just how far we have fallen, just how far. And the church is at the forefront of accepting that which is deviant. Can anybody say amen? Anybody say amen? Amen. Amen. You're not even you're not even allowed to speak out against it. And we saw Reggie said right at the beginning, she picked up on it right away. It's grooming. Grooming. Now they're coming right into schools and openly grooming, openly saying what's going on, right? Hmm. Folks, we are we are we talked about the octopus the other day. We're in the middle of the octopus and everything that's going on. And the only answer is God moving on his people to stand up and do something about it. Are you your brother's keeper? I think we are. I'll put it in the chat. Make sure you watch the rest of that video. God bless you, Mark.